Hey mama, welcome back to the Joy-Filled Mama podcast. I'm Jenna, Jesus follower, coffee lover, and tiny human raiser. If you're ready to reclaim joy in motherhood, find purpose in your season, and learn how to embrace life as a fully connected, fully engaged, truly joy-filled mama, then you've come to the right place. Together, we will dive into the struggles we face in postpartum and motherhood, reveal truths that will carry us through the hard stuff, and discover the joy-filled life we were meant to have. So refill your coffee, throw that AirPod in, because I know you're probably multitasking a million and one things right now, and let's dive in. Hey, hey, welcome back. Welcome to episode two of the Joy-Filled Mama podcast. So today we're going to talk through these five pillars of connection, five things that I use to check myself and to keep myself healthy and to just kind of check up on myself and ask myself, how you doing in these five areas? And these are the things that keep me keep me on track, keep me doing good. So as you might know, Joy Filled has become a bit of a life motto for me after battling through depression a few different times in my life, but most recently after the birth of my firstborn. Postpartum depression was an ongoing battle for me throughout basically the whole first year of motherhood. So I, through prayer and time with Jesus, kind of created this list for myself of how to keep myself healthy and keep myself in a good place. And so I just want to share that with you. I don't want to just, in this podcast, I don't want to just fill you up with inspiration and fluffy feel-good stuff and not give you any practical, tangible help. And so that's why I sat down and I examined just my life now and my life two years ago when I was really battling postpartum depression and sat down with God and just was like, okay, what am I doing now that has helped and what am I doing now that's different than back then and what was I neglecting back then and all those things. So I realized that a joyful and purposeful life really boils down to one thing and that is connection. Connection, connection, connection. Connection with Christ, with ourself, and with others. And I talked about in the episode in the first episode, what what it means for something to be a fruit of the Spirit. Because we know that joy is a fruit of the Spirit. And so I talked about how we know that joy is a fruit of the Spirit, so we know that joy is a promise of God because it's a fruit of the Spirit. What What does that mean? That means that it's a byproduct of connecting with the Holy Spirit. It means that when the Holy Spirit is in us, the fruit is joy. And so joy is something that we can stand on. The Bible says that the joy of the Lord is our strength. It doesn't say that the peace of the Lord is our strength, although peace is a fruit of the Spirit. It doesn't say that love is our strength. It says joy is our strength and joy is what's going to carry us through. And so that's why I have created this system, this these five pillars of connection because I truly believe that these are the things that I'm doing that are attributing to the joy-filled life that I'm living now. So the first one is define. Define your season and know your purpose. Our purpose as mothers, as believers, as Christians, our purpose really 
to me, it never changes. And I know some people will say, well, I would say your calling never changes, but your per- I think, I don't know. I think purpose and calling can kind of be interta- interchangeable, but our purpose never changes. Our calling never changes. It's to know Jesus and to make him known. It's the great commission. It's go into all the world and share the love of God. That's our purpose. And our season does change. Every season of our life is different. I've had seasons of busyness. I've had seasons of ministry. I've had seasons of working. I've had, you know, I've had lots of seasons. And now I'm finding myself in a season of motherhood. And even in that season of motherhood, we all, every season in motherhood is different. So sometimes, like when we have a newborn, the season that we're called to is basically just keeping that baby alive and keeping ourselves healthy. When our kids get a little bit older, we might, God might be calling us to a season of a little bit more busyness and a season of building a business maybe, or like what I'm doing now, starting a podcast or starting a blog or starting that business or, or whatever it is. Every season is different. And so when we define our season and and really spend time with God to acknowledge what season we're in, we let go of comparison and the need to prove and the desire to be in someone else's season. And it allows every single season to be a joy-filled season because we've Now, once we've defined our season, now we've let go of the need to keep up with the Joneses and to compare our season of motherhood to somebody else's season of motherhood that might look completely different than ours. And so that's what it means to define. Define your season so that you can be confident in what God is calling you to in this season of motherhood. The second pillar is care. Care for yourself, mind, body, and soul. So this is huge, 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 especially caring for yourself in every way. So caring for your soul, spending time in the word, spending time with Jesus. I know for me, motherhood has made it very hard to, like I used to have such a a great devotional routine and then motherhood kind of jacked that up. I would get up early and read my Bible and drink my coffee and spend time in prayer and all the things. And now, now that I'm a mom, it's like, uh, maybe once a week I have time to actually like have a full on devotional time. So I love having apps on my phone. Like the first five app is really awesome. The Daily Grace app is really awesome. Um, I'm pretty sure I can. I'll link the apps in the show notes at the end. And then I also love to have quick and easy devotional books. So one of the ones that I love is Pressing Pause. It's a devotion that's specifically for moms. Um, But just small, easy, five-minute things like that to get some Jesus in me, to get some of the word in me. And then something that I've been doing recently is actually just picking one scripture, picking one verse, and then memorizing it and meditating on it for like a whole week or sometimes longer so that I, I'm kind of going back to the basics of just memorizing scripture and memorizing Bible verses and having a memory verse for myself. And that has helped me so much. But also just prayer. I know my prayer life has totally changed in motherhood too. It's kind of like that cheesy saying that's like, I rarely spend 15 minutes in prayer, 
but I rarely go 15 minutes without praying or something like that. Like I really have adopted more of a truly pray without ceasing attitude now that I am a mom because that's really the only time that we have time is when we're juggling all the things. So I pray, you know, when I'm nursing my baby to sleep or I pray when I'm in the shower because that's alone time for me (laughs) or I pray when I have a quick minute to myself while my son is watching cartoons or something. So wherever it is, just get in, invite Jesus into your motherhood and invite the Holy Spirit into your day. Invite him by talking to him and playing worship music in the house. Just doing those things that really take care of your soul and your relationship with the Lord. And another other ways that we can care for ourselves as far as mind and our body is journaling and affirmations. Those are great things to take care of your mind and to keep yourself healthy and to remind yourself of just truth instead of the comparison trap that we can so easily let ourselves into. And then another way to take care of your mind is just take a break. Ask Ask your husband, ask your mom, ask somebody close to you to just take the kids for a little while or tell your husband, hey, tonight after dinner, I'm going to go upstairs and just spend some time by myself. I'm pretty sure that if you ask, your husband would be more than willing to help you and to give you that time for yourself. If you ask respectfully and nicely and you stress how important it is, to you to keep you healthy, then I'm sure that he would help you out or somebody in your life would help you out and give you a break because it is important to take a break and to have that time to yourself. And then another way that I really keep my mind healthy is keeping routines, having something, a routine that I can look forward to, even if it's small, even if it's just like an easy skincare routine in the morning or something like that. Whatever it is, just keep a routine that really helps your mind. Getting dressed every day is a way to take care of yourself. It seems so basic, but it can be really easy to just let ourselves go. So even if you're getting dressed into leggings and a a shirt, a cute shirt, just change out of the clothes that you slept in is very, very important. Protect your intake. Put limits and boundaries on social media. For me, this looks like taking the weekends off and that's been so so helpful for me because social media is really amazing but can also be a huge insecurity trap for me and I think for a lot of us especially moms it's so easy because Instagram is so curated and so perfected that it's easy for us to compare our internal to somebody else's external and then we just get in that comparison trap so put boundaries on social media and then also As far as practically taking care of your physical body, drink your water, get your rest, be active, fuel your body. And I'm not perfect at this, but if you, if your lunch consists of like a handful of fishy crackers, because hey, I know it happens. I do it too. I'm like, oh, there's a package of fishy crackers. That'll be fine for me. But that is not taking, that's not going to fuel your body for to carry you through the day to get you to to dinner time and that's not enough and also take supplements and vitamins our bodies are probably most likely lacking in some in something and so we need supplements and we need vitamins to help us and um, if you are not taking a prenatal vitamin even if you're not pregnant or not trying to get pregnant a prenatal vitamin is just a really great women's multivitamin and 
if you just had a baby or you are going to have a baby soon or you're in your childbearing years at all, you should probably look into taking a prenatal vitamin. I will. I love Ritual. This isn't an ad or sponsor or anything. I just really love Ritual prenatal vitamins and I'll put the link in the show notes for you if you want to, if you need to start taking a prenatal. Um, but that's just a little random little plug on prenatal vitamins. Okay, so what are we on? The third pillar, I think. Yeah. So the third pillar is create, having an outlet to be creative. So here's the thing. God made us to be creative. And I think when we hear the word creative, we think of this really worldly definition of creative. We think of like just creatives, like artsy people or musicians or anything like that. But really creative, the definition is having or showing an ability to make new things or think new ideas. So we all have the ability to make new things or think new ideas. We all have that. God's given us all a creative mind because he made us in his image. We know that. We know we're made in his image. And God was creative. God is creative. The very first thing he did was create. He created the world. And then the very first thing he had man do was create, was be creative by naming the animals. So we know that God's created us to be creative. So find, find yourself an outlet. What comes natural to you? What things? Ask, ask your friends, ask your spouse, ask people close to you. What comes natural to you? Because that's usually your creative gift from God. And it's so important for us to have an outlet because when we're doing what God made us to do, we're in alignment with him and it fills us up and it helps us to feel fulfilled and feel refreshed because we can't pour from an empty cup. We all know that. That's like the age old saying, we can, you can't pour from an empty cup. And just know that everybody has a creative gift. You have a creative gift. I have a creative gift. Everybody has a creative gift and it doesn't have to be this huge, big thing. It can be small. It can be Things like organizing your pantry or putting together outfits or, gosh, I don't know, writing or it could be big, like writing songs or whatever. I don't I don't care what it is, but you need a creative outlet. If, if you have to take up knitting, take up knitting. Whatever it is, just give yourself an outlet, test the waters, and give yourself permission to fail. It's okay. It's okay if you try something and you hate it. It's okay if you are not good at something. If you try something, you think you're going to be great and then you end up sucking at it. Like, it's okay. Just give yourself permission to fail, test the waters, and find a creative outlet. Okay, so the fourth pillar is steward. Stewarding well what God has given you. This, I feel like, is such, can kind of be a taboo subject if we let it. Because we live in a culture and society that is like super all about outsourcing things or women, we don't have to just be in the house, be homemaking. And that's true. We don't have to just be doing that. But we also have a responsibility to steward what God has given us. And we can look at the story of the man with the talents in the Bible. And we we look at that story and we think about people with their gifts and their talents and, and all of that. But really, it also applies to us as mothers. Like, what has God given us? It's not just about what gifts and what talents God has given us. It's about our family and our children and our home. Those are things that God has given us. And it's our job to give him a great return. Giving God a great return in motherhood looks like stewarding our family and stewarding 
our home well. And we can look to the Proverbs 31 woman. She rose early in the morning to care for her home. And that wasn't her only role, but it was an important role. We know that she was an entrepreneur and she sold things and she made things and she did all these things. So caring for her home wasn't her only thing and it wasn't the only thing she did, but it was important. And, you know, her children rose up and called her blessed. And I don't know about you, but I want my children to rise up and call me blessed. So I'm just going to do what she's doing, <laughs> what she did. And if you feel like you can't handle it all, it's probably because you're trying to do it in your own strength. So lean on Jesus, lean on his strength and steward well what God has given you because we are the gatekeepers of our homes and not just of the physical things that come into our home, but the attitudes and the mindset and the language of our homes. Like we as mothers, that's our responsibility to protect that. And it's our responsibility to point everything in our home back to Jesus and to cultivate a joy-filled home and to be a safe haven for our children and for our family. And practically speaking, to go on dates with your husband and steward that relationship because that's something that God has given you too. Be present with your children when they're playing or when it's early in the morning and they've woken up at 5 a.m. Being present with them, being present in the mundane things and the day-to-day stuff that it can be easy to look over. Being a source of peace and a safe space and ultimately an extension of Jesus. Teaching our kids about Jesus through the example that we set, that's how we steward well what we've been given. And the last thing, the last pillar of connection is to belong, to find a community to belong to. Here's the thing. We need people, especially in the trenches of motherhood. Acts says that all the believers met together. That's not a coincidence. They met together because they needed each other. And Jesus could have done his earthly ministry all by himself, but he chose to bring people around him, and he chose to do it with people. So don't be afraid to seek out the community that you desire. Don't be afraid to create the community that you're longing for. If you are longing for something and you haven't found it yet, create it. Make a Facebook group. Make an Instagram. Start a blogging community. Start a mom's group that meets every Tuesday. Communities happen everywhere, online, in person, everywhere. But wherever, whatever your community is, whatever it is, whether it's something that you're going to create or something that you're going to go find, just find a community. Because the first thing that God said wasn't good was when man was alone. God said the birds were good, the sky was good, the land was good, the animals were good. And then when man was alone, He said, that's not good. So we need people. We need people in our life to remind us of who we are in Christ and to hold us up when we're struggling and to laugh with us through the good things and to carry us through the hard things. We need people. We were created for community. And in motherhood especially, it can be very easy to say, to make the excuse that we don't have time to spend with people or I don't have time to hang out with friends or I don't have time for this. But make time because we need community and we need people around us. So these are the five pillars of connection. So take inventory of your life today. What season is God calling you to? Define it and run with it. How are you taking care of yourself? 
You've got to have a full cup to be able to pour out. Start taking care of yourself, mind, body, and soul. What does your creative outlet look like? No matter what it is, we all have a creative gift and God needs us to use it. So if you don't know what your creative gift is, start asking God and start trying things and figure it out. And if you do know what it is, but you've been putting it on the back burner, start prioritizing just an hour a week or a couple minutes a day to just create and do what God has placed on your heart to do and and run with your gift that he's given you. How are you stewarding what God has given you? Your home, your kids? Are you having date night? Are you enjoying and being present with your kids? Steward well what God has given you. And do you have a community that you can belong to, that you can be safe with? Have you found your people? We need friends, adult friends. We need mama friends who just know, you know? So wherever you're at, I hope that you take inventory this week and I hope that you begin to implement these five pillars of connection and that you can use these things to check yourself and to keep yourself healthy and to start implementing some good healthy practices into your routine this week. If you're here today and you're feeling like you've lost your joy, feeling like you can barely stay afloat or are just living for bedtime, raise your hand. You're listening to this podcast right now, feeling hopelessly stuck in the daily motherhood grind and thinking, um, Jenna, this sounds great and all, but I don't even know where to start. Hey, I know how that feels too. And you're exactly why I offer postpartum and motherhood mentoring. Motherhood is hard as heck, and you do not have to do this on your own. Let's schedule a nap time Zoom call where together we will deep dive into the five pillars of connection, uncover the areas of your life that you have been neglecting, and create an easy and practical plan for you to reconnect with Christ, others, and yourself and be the mama God created you to be. It's not going to be easy. It'll take a lot of heart work and hard work, and really getting honest with yourself. But I promise I will be there with you to guide you and walk you through it all, and I wholeheartedly believe you will walk away better. Whether you just want a quick 30-minute session to hash some things out, or you want full accountability coaching for those first three months after you welcome your baby into the world, or you're somewhere in the middle, this is for you. Mama, you will only get one shot with your babies, and you owe it to them. And most importantly, to yourself, to be fully connected, fully engaged, and full of joy as you walk through motherhood. And guess what? You don't have to do it alone. Head to jennagriffith.co slash booking to book with me today. Hey mama, real quick before we go, if this podcast brought value to you today, could you do me a favor and head over to iTunes and leave a review? I love hearing about what God is doing through this podcast, and it would mean so much to me to know how you are enjoying it. Praying joy, unspeakable joy over you today and always, and praying that you face whatever life brings at you with the joy of the Lord as your strength. I'll see you next week.